another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And yes, it's another wonderful chat between the two girls on opposite sides of the world. Well, in different hemispheres at least, but with one same mind. Jenny Baxter in... Where are you today? Still in Antibes? Yes, yes she's in Antibes. I'm in and lockdown. I'm Walker. <laughs> You're I'm in lockdown. going anywhere. <laughs> I sometimes wonder if we're not all just in lockdown in our heads now because of being in lockdown for over a year. And I do enjoy going out for my walks, and that for me is fantastic. But I honestly do feel like I'm still in lockdown in Johannesburg. Yes, and you want to get home. I've, I've heard a lot of people say that. And I'm actually doing a meditation course at the moment that's all about getting unstuck. And I seriously mm. think we all need to do it because we're all just kind of stuck at the moment. We all need to get a, a good, great reset. Yes, and uh, they've been yes. talking about that overseas, I see, is the great reset. And I suppose we all have to take stock of our lives. I tell you, all I want to do is move to Sudwana and go and play with the octopus again. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, that, you know, especially with the fact that my octopus teacher won the Oscar as well as the BAFTA and all of those other things, it makes me hanker for the days of the simple life. And I was just thinking, I really need to do that. And in fact, I'd love to take my kids to go and do that as well. Because, you know, now that they, although I did say to them, have you watched my octopus teacher? And the one said, yeah, no, I got quite far, but then I couldn't stand his voice, so I stopped. <laughs> oh, no. And, it, and it's quite funny because my kids as well, they watched it, but they weren't as mesmerized as we were. And I don't know if it's because we've – no, it's not because we've spent more time in the ocean and under the water because no. there's people all over the world that love it. But maybe it's just not for the younger, younger ones just yet. I don't know. No, my kids loved the idea of what we did and how I got them to watch it eventually is I, I just turned the sound off. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's beautifully shot, let's be honest about it. Oh, um, but it funny. is very much – and we were have, I was having a discussion when I was walking on my favorite spread walk with my friend. And we were just saying – Maybe it's just because of the Cape Tonian accent and the whole Cape Tonian thing. You know, Cape Tonians are like a breed apart, of course. So we were wondering if it is that. But that being said, I still think it's one of the most beautiful pieces of cinematography I have watched in a very long time. And I was very, very happy about that. Absolutely. I loved it. You know, you know what made me laugh, though, is, you know, Empire Magazine. Yeah. I think they're a bit like your children because their comment after the Oscars, so Empire is like the most famous movie yes. magazine kind of thing. And their comment after was, you know, isn't it a pity that the octopus didn't Get come to, to the Oscars? Yes. <laughs> and they said, you know, that was a missed opportunity. Well, it was and, dead. Um, How could it? It only lived for a they, year. Exactly. They obviously, everybody was furious with them and, and people were writing comments of, you know, you obviously didn't watch the movie and cry your heart out when the octopus died there's no chance it's coming to the oscars oh, oh sorry that was a bit of a um spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen it well you know there's a lot of things that you can see and i know that somebody uh she's a, a movie critic and and there's a 20 minute well longer critique of my octopus teacher and she's a horror movie aficionado so i will send you the link <laughs> and you can put Brilliant. it up to see what people have got to say but the fact is is that so many people are talking about it and that's what's important is that we're getting across yes and the african sea forest has even more chance of being conserved because absolutely yeah it's wonderful. But there's lovely things that have happened. Of course, we had Freedom Day uh, yesterday. And, uh, so I, what did people in South Africa do on Freedom Day? <coughs> Not much. <laughs> <I think most laughs> enjoy people, your freedom. Enjoy the freedom, yeah. Um, I mean, I just I sat there and thought, 
I remember this day in 1994 when we were all queuing for the first time and amazing. it was such an amazing sense of expectation in the air and of like this overwhelming feeling that things were going to get better and be fantastic. I'm not going to comment any further on that. However, we, <laughs> we have got local elections coming up. Um, so people are... And In my, October. And, yeah, and my kids are now going to be allowed to vote for the first time, which is, you oh, know, if we can get home affairs organized so that they can get their ID books, because obviously you can't vote without an ID book. But, um, yeah. you know, if people haven't registered, I'm sure there's people overseas who still have, are able to vote from wherever they are, so do go out and register as well. Even for your... Although for local elections, yeah, no, not really, yeah. But keep... We you can only vote in the national elections. Yes, only in the national elections. But make sure that you're still registered somewhere. Um, what is happening with the ID thing, with people getting uh, their it's IDs back? Up, it's, it's, well, no, 10th of May is the court case. So we don't know anything until after that. Okay, you'll keep us updated with the situation. Absolutely. I love it in Australia. You know, there you get fined if you don't vote, which is really a good way of making people realize how much... Their voice does count. Yes. So I hope everybody votes because, you know, municipalities have been a little slack in the last couple of years. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those potholes and electricity. So I hope people think of it. I wrote a blog for you about, what, six years ago where I was, was saying welcome to patholies because everybody was wondering what this, beware of the patholies. <laughs> so, I mean, nothing much has changed since then, but um, one can only live in hope at this stage. Let's put it that way. And I'm hopeful. Hey, Mal, I want you to ask you yesterday because Google did a lovely doodle mm -hmm. um, for people in South Africa, which I managed to see, which was celebrating Freedom Day with the King Protea. Mm -hmm. But in their notes, they said there that the national flower of South Africa is the Protea. Yes. And I just wanted to check with you, is it the Protea in general or is it the King Protea? As far as I'm aware, King Protea is the actual I flower itself. So. But I think that people just yeah. refer to Proteas as, you know, the South African national emblem. Because oh, okay. they just called the Proteas and like, you know, the cricket team is not the King Proteas. Um, <laughs> they, they, they've oh, got to be goodness. kings. Where is the cricket team? <laughs> you, you saw about them losing all their funding, the CSA. Yes, I did. But then I also heard that, what's his name, went and did his 5,000th run yesterday. Was it Dale? Oh, I must check that. Yes. Um, sorry, sorry I heard it in that. the news this morning um, when I was driving. And he's hit oh, okay. his 5,000th run in um, professional, well, not professional cricket, but, you know, in big-term cricket. But, yeah, the King Protea, and, I mean, it is the most exquisite plant. And um, I, I, your namesake that does all these wonderful pictures of Proteaceae and Lucas Bermans yes. and everything, Andrew Baxter, uh, he has yes. done some incredible pictures oh, of the King Proteas. Where they look like fireworks. Yeah. You, know, you know, I once spoke to a somebody quite high up in Monaco and they said that you know for the wedding mm -hmm. when Princess Charlene from South Africa slash Zimbabwe married um, Prince Albert they were told to do the floral display and they were told look you're going to have a South African flower that has to feature in it and they were expecting just you know a normal malleable kind of flower with petals <laughs> that are soft and floppy no. and she's None of them could get over how difficult it was trying to um, work with proteas. But, but I was there on the day and it was stunning. They did a stunning job. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, what news have you got for expats coming up on the site? Well, on the site at the moment. Exciting celebratory news is that France has honoured advocate Tuli Madoncella for all her fab stuff. Uh, and so she's basically a French knight now. 
she actually got the award in November, but they only gave it to her last week because mm -hmm. of, of lockdown and everything. And then also Dion Mayer, the Writer. author. <gasps> yeah. And I love and his writing. So, I'm a uh, huge fangirl. <laughs> he wrote the, he, he gave this amazing speech, which we're going to publish. He's given us permission. And I would really um, recommend that you read it because it's really exciting to see just how much France played a role in his career taking off. And, you know, for us here in France, it's wonderful because, you know, whenever you go to the train station, there's almost always a poster for a Dion Mayer book and, mm. you know, it keeps you connected. So, so yeah, very, very proud of him. And, and he spoke a little bit of French and, yeah, oh, really oui. cool. Bien, bien. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this whole thing about, um, I see that you're also talking about it, the anonymous artist, um, Zofa Wallace, which yes. I saw yesterday for the first time. Yeah, from Durban. <laughs> yeah, where you put Just your fish man. in the fridge. <laughs> I, was, I was sitting here thinking about all of the stuff. You yeah, have like a and all of that, you know, for South Africans who want to hear a bit of like, yeah, how's it brew? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I saw this and I thought, that's really interesting because he wears like goggles and uh, kind of like a black thing over his head, like almost like a wetsuit hoodie. And I found that I found it quite intriguing. I like the way he's he's placed himself into the landscape, and I, and so you say that CNN featured something on him. Yes, yes, which is fantastic. But it's kind of interesting because um, I read an interview with him where he says he decided to go anonymous so that it wasn't about him; it's about the art. And mm. yet, isn't it funny? It's that like he is the fear. art. Yeah, and and when whenever somebody becomes anonymous, it actually raises our interest in knowing who are they. You know, like Banksy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm, exactement. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't Precis. mean to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 lekker. And what's been happening with South Africans around the world? I see Elon Musk has been doing lots of great fun. I mean, like, did, did you think that he might adopt me? <laughs> <laughs> and my whole family. Yeah, I mean, but don't you just love his family? His mom, who is a supermodel herself now, she posted such a fabulous photo celebrating how he... You know, he sent that recycled uh, rocket. So it's, it's already gone to the space station and he managed to make it go back again, which mm -hmm. is a very good saving of money and things. So, so she celebrated it with an old photo from the 70s of him and her and his brother and sister all dancing together in the living room, which is just lovely to see that he does come from that kind of family connection, you know, and they're all mm -hmm. behind him. And, and, and his brother also wrote wonderful things on Twitter. And then he's also beaten out Jeff Bezos to send the first people back to the moon in about 2024. Are they expecting to do it that soon? He won the huge NASA contract. Mm. So, yeah, things are happening. I mean, who would have thought that a, a former South African would become one of the most successful business people in the world? Yeah, no, he's done some fantastic stuff. Now he must just work a plan for overpopulation and garbage responsible garbage usage and recycling and, you know, especially all of those things. Yeah, well, I mean, he's leading the way with the recycling, so that's pretty good. And his batteries are also recyclable. Mm. Well, that's a good thing. Okay, so who else has been in the news? There have been lots of animals in the news. Have you seen all the dolphins in Hart Bay? Um, I think last month there were thousands of them in Fishhook and and then we had some video this week uh, from Big Bay Events. Thank you very much. I don't know if it's sardines or what it is in the water that they're all just going crazy. Mm, it's a bit early for there. the sardine run. That's usually around about June, July, isn't it? So yeah. it's a bit early. Yeah. But there's a lot of something in the water. 
So we've had brilliant footage of that. And, mm-hmm. um, and then we had some lovely retirees. It's only on Facebook. We didn't do a story. But um, we, they had a couple of divine videos singing to Pretty Belinda. And it's two friends who are in this caravan camp and just are really, you know, retired. But they know how to party. They know how to dance. So everybody's been <laughs> loving that. Very, very popular on Facebook at the moment. Well, I think that's good that people are actually going out and, and looking at stuff that's inspirational rather than going and finding things that they can complain about. Yeah. You know, I think that's what it's about. I think that's why a lot of us have stayed off Twitter because it just became a cesspit. And yeah. it's nice to go to, you know, Instagram is my happy place because it's just pictures and you don't have yeah. to read any comments. Facebook suddenly, sometimes, then you, but it's easy. You just unfollow the people you don't like. Yeah. So we must just follow SA people for all the good news and happy vibes and stories. Just follow it. And if there's one or two serious things that you don't want to see, just hide that post. Don't totally unfollow us because then mm. you'll miss out on all the good, happy stuff. Yeah. But, but sometimes we need a bit of a balance just so that we really appreciate the good stuff. Okay, I'm, I appreciate staying at home and watching good stuff on my TV. I like being entertained. <laughs> so I'm sure there's a lot of entertainment that's coming up. Oh, there was somebody, the Global Animation Awards for somebody in Cape Town with the Triggerfish Studios. Absolutely. They've done amazing. I mean, they are so international. It's the snail and the whale. Yes, yes. Is that on, on Showmax? It is, and it's just won the Global Animation Award. So, so that, that is stunning. And um, I'm not sure if it is on Showmax, to be honest. I think it is. I think it is. It is. Absolutely, it is. It's definitely on DSTV. And DSTV have also promised to bring a lot of the Oscar winners to DSTV over the next few months. So I know Promising Young Woman is definitely coming to DSTV. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if they won Best Actress or Best Director or something. I can't remember. But um, I've seen the film and it is so good. It just. It reminds me so much of us growing up, you know, in South Africa or in Australia, mm-hmm. and it's got a twist. It's really worth watching. Okay, I'll keep an eye out for that one. Yes. Okay, so obviously Oscar movies. Yeah, I haven't actually seen any of them. Anyway, what else have you got coming up? Coming up, a really interesting story about our connection with food. There's an expat who, you know, with COVID, has done these tributes, these audio tributes for people who die, who all the South Africans can't get back to South Africa for the funerals. So they do this kind of international tribute where everybody leaves messages and it's really beautiful. But it's turned out that so many of the messages are linked to food and our memories of Boboti and not me because I've never eaten it. But um. Obviously because you can't even say it properly, (laughs) Boboti. Boboti, where do you come from? Oh, I come from Durban. <laughs> oh, I know, we didn't have it there. But um, Omar Rusks, you mm-hmm. know, um, they're, they're just these wonderful. Pex Anchovette. Maltat. Mrs. Ball's Chucky. Yeah, and so apparently many people who've passed away are remembered for the wonderful connection with food and the lovingness of food. And yeah. So that's it for this week then. Um, so any other stories and breaking stories, of course, you can get along to sapeople.com or go and check it out on Facebook. And if you have anything to upload, please do. Jenny, tell the people so they can be positive. Put stuff out there. Yes, please. Send all your positive stuff to admin at sapeople.com. Thank you.
And we will catch up again with you next week. And uh, let's see what happens with this week and what it brings. Take care. Enjoy your lockdown in the beautiful French Riviera, son. (laughs) We're nearly finished. And we are allowed 10 kilometers. But from Monday, we will be allowed to go wherever we want. Fantastic. Okay. And hopefully the rest of the world doesn't go the same way as India. Let's just send out a prayer and a thought of 300,000 people a day. And that's a conservative. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Take care, people. Stay safe. Really just to look after yourself and keep away. Keep a social distance. Keep sanitizing. This isn't over yet. But we are here to give you hope. Okay. Bye, Jen. Lovely to see (laughs) you. Bye. Thanks, Mal. Bye-bye. Have a good week. Bye. Well, that's it for sapeople.com with Jenny Baxter and Mel Walker. But before we go, here's a voice that you may remember from the past. Hi, this is Stuart Irving, formerly of Ballyhoo many years ago. Uh, Just to let you know what uh, I'm up to now these days, Uh, I'm in a new band, well, a duo with my wife, uh, Wendy, called Rock the Boat. And um, yeah, it's a very exciting project. Uh, We're going to be starting to do some new original material. We have been in the studio recording. Uh, We completed the new song that uh, Wendy had written called Stronger, which I'm hoping to get around to playing live soon. We've got another original one that we've been working on, but we haven't quite recorded it. But it seems to be, you know, getting a bit of uh, positive reaction at the gigs. It's a song called Burn the Room. And in fact, if you go to uh, our Facebook page, which is Stuart Irving at Rock the Boat Band SA. Uh, there's some, what do you call it, streams that, uh, and that song is actually up there. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, so it's really exciting times at the moment. Uh, it's great to be back gigging. Um, if you're a loose end this Friday, we are playing at Dunkeld Bowling Club. Uh, the restaurant's called Kojo's. It's a Portuguese restaurant, great food. It's an outdoor gig. And under a big canvas uh, deck there and it's a, a really great vibe Friday night tends to be a bit more uh, a younger crowd which is really cool and um, Sunday we also play there on Sundays as well but not every Sunday obviously and but that's a different that's more a family day thing so yeah come and check us out rock the boat and uh, hopefully we'll see you bye You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. 